If you travel, you know when it comes to love. See you soon. Can't wait. The sky is no limit. You know with your Delta Amex card, being oceans apart means meeting in Aruba. And booking a war travel with your card means saving 15% on Delta flights. You know kissing under the bridge of sighs guarantees eternal love. Because you're the long-distance lovebirds. It's why you're a Delta SkyMiles Platinum American Express card member. If you travel, you know. Takeoff 15, discount not applicable to partner-operated flights or taxes and fees. Terms apply. Visit go.amex slash you know. Hey, real quick. This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates, national average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. Hello and welcome to the new Mindset Who Dis podcast. My name is Case Kenny at Case.Kenny on Instagram and this is my weekly podcast where I create short, no BS episodes dedicated to helping you become the person you're meant to be, leave your comfort zone and live a purposeful and fulfilling life. Let's go. Welcome to episode 532. Hello, my friend. Welcome to a fresh new episode of New Mindset Who Dis. As always, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for supporting me. And today, something that has really helped me just be happier in life, plain and simple. And it's the idea, the the concept of not judging how I feel as good or bad, not slapping a label on the thing I'm feeling. And This is the simplest thing in the world, but it really goes against our default mode. It really goes against how we're wired because here's how humans human. We feel a negative emotion in life. Let's say we feel hurt by someone who rejected us or we feel anxious about something important in our life that isn't exactly going to plan or we feel insecure about, you know, where we're going in our career and we feel that feeling. And in this case, it's a pretty obvious negative emotion. And we feel the negative emotion and we assign it to the negative emotion means negative feeling category. We judge, we assign, we categorize the negative feeling as bad. And bad feeling means bad for us. We judge our emotions. A bad feeling is bad for us. A bad feeling is bad for us. And it kind of makes sense we do this as humans, right? Because life is about, you know, living and observation and input and categorizing and, you know, the ability to make, you know, decisions from there. It's what separates us from the animals. But what I've learned, and there's quite a bit of psychology behind this, which I'll reference in a minute, but what I've learned is that that feeling, that normal but negative feeling by itself on its own it doesn't determine our level of happiness. How we judge the feeling does. How we interpret the feeling does. How we view, how we categorize the negative emotion does. And the breakout moment here 
where we can take back our power to be happier in the face of a life that will be filled to the brim with negative feelings is deciding how we view those negative feelings, deciding that a negative feeling isn't always bad for us. Feeling bad isn't always bad for us. We need to embrace the feels. We need to be able to look at life and say, okay, that's showbiz baby, and resist the human urge to say, I feel bad, therefore it is bad. And I'm going to reference a study I found on the American Psychological Association's website that basically said that people who judge negative emotions as always being bad for them, well, they ended up being less happy in life because of that judgment versus those who simply accepted the emotion as being an emotion, neither good nor bad. So there's an element here of of stoicism, which has become very popular online that we could definitely turn to. Or we can literally just get practical and just realize that a bad emotion isn't necessarily bad for us. A bad emotion isn't necessarily bad for us. In that process, maybe somewhere between stoicism and practicality, we can find the ability to not judge our emotions as bad and therefore not judge ourselves in the same way. So the takeaway I hope you get from this episode is that for analogy's sake, how you feel is like your car's dashboard light indicator going off, right? The check engine light, the tire pressure low light, the low oil light. It tells you that, hey, something's up. Something needs to change. And in that sense, as much as it definitely sucks to see that light on, we don't want to see it come on. In a way though, when we see it, we're like, okay, good. Thanks for clarifying. Thanks for telling me. I didn't realize that. Something needs to change. Now I can do something. The light, the negative feeling, is a good sign of something needing to change. And we needed to see it in order to change. And it's the same idea with feelings, right? Not too much of a stretch, I hope. Instead of judging our negative feelings, saying a, you know, seeing a bad check engine light, saying it's bad, instead we say, what is this trying to tell me? No reaction to the emotion itself, no judgment of it, no assigning it to a bad equals bad category, but rather, what is this trying to tell me? And that's what I hope you take away from this. And spoiler, according to researchers, people who take this approach to their emotions, they're much happier in the long run. So to start in that effect, I'll reference this study in the APA, which you can read for yourself if you want. It's titled, Judging Emotions as Good or Bad, Individual Differences and Associations with Psychological Health. Bit of a mouthful. But basically what they found is as follows. I'll read from their abstract here. It said, People differ in their initial emotional responses to events, and we are beginning to understand these responses and their pervasive implications for psychological health. People differ in how they think about and react to their initial emotions, aka emotion judgments. In turn, how people judge their emotions as predominantly positive or negative may have crucial implications for psychological health, end quote. And so basically what they found in, in plain English here you can read the whole thing. It's rather long, but they found that allowing yourself to feel bad about feeling bad, it makes everything worse, right? Not allowing yourself in the sense of feeling what you're feeling, but saying a bad feeling means it's bad for you. It led to being more anxious, more sad, more depressed in the long term. That is feeling negative about the negative emotion, right? Which is inherently negative, And then getting upset about it for feeling negative it makes everything worse. You're basically doubling your pain. You're feeling bad about feeling bad. You're feeling negative 
about the negative thing. And from the study, here's the quote, positive judgments of positive emotions were uniquely associated with better psychological health and negative judgments of negative emotions were uniquely associated with worse psychological health. Judging a negative emotion makes things worse. And this isn't particularly surprising. We kind of know this, right? We know that we hurt ourselves twice by being hurt out in the world, but then doubling it by blaming ourselves, doubling down on that hurt. But what I've realized and what the study supports here that I think could really help all of us is understanding that a negative emotion is a normal part of life. It might be a familiar part of life for you, an ever-present, too-frequent part of life, but it's a powerful thing to wrap our heads around this fact instead of fighting it, because fighting it is how we end up judging it. And, you know, as the Stoics call it, we need to practice acceptance. Acceptance. Instead of seeing the negative feeling, judging it as negative and deciding that life is negative, deciding that a bad feeling is bad for us, we isolate the feeling. And we say, that's life. What is this trying to tell me? What is this trying to tell me? And obviously, maybe it goes or doesn't go without saying, we're not growing distant. We're not disassociating. We're not, you know, rolling around and pretending we're not hurt in any way. But we're not snap assuming that feeling bad is bad. And, you know, we can get lost, or at least I can. (laughs) I can get lost in the mumbo jumbo of psychology and, and research speak about control groups and people who judge emotions versus people who don't and what that means and what it looks like. Or we can all just huddle around and realize a fundamental truth. Our suffering comes from the story we tell ourselves. Sounds familiar if you listen to the podcast. The negative feeling again, which is normal, which is part of showbiz life, the negative feeling isn't causing the totality of our suffering. It's our judgment of that negative feeling that is. It's the way we attach meaning to it. It's the way, oversimplified perhaps, but it's the way in which we say a bad feeling is bad for us. A bad feeling is bad for us. Is that necessarily true? Seriously, think about it. Is a bad feeling always bad for you? Well, of course not. Of course not. If you go back through the archives of episodes I've done over the years, back into the 100s, I've done episodes before where I refer to what I called emotion points, where basically the idea in those episodes is where, you know, you feel awkward or you do something awkward. In those instances, you reward yourself with an awkward point. And the idea is that when it comes to building confidence, a positive thing, we need a negative thing, awkward encounters, to prove that they don't matter, to build up our tolerance, to feeling awkward, to encourage action, to build confidence. And so we need that exchange of negative feelings to build confidence. So referencing that specifically, a bad feeling clearly isn't bad for us. In fact, it, it's good in a way. I did another episode on what I called disappointment points. The idea being that when you feel disappointed in life, either in yourself for whatever reason, or someone else, you get one point and you cash them in for direction, for clarity, for new standards, good things, objectively speaking. And again, a bad feeling isn't necessarily bad because in the face of the fact that a lot of people don't get disappointed anymore in life because they're so far removed from their own world, their connection to them, their self, that they just take whatever they can get in the face of that It's a superpower to feel disappointed and cash it in for direction, for clarity, for standards. So again, kind of proving that a bad feeling isn't necessarily bad for you. Hey, real quick, this episode is sponsored by Quince. And I'm a pretty simple guy, a man of simple pleasures, but I do occasionally like to dress up 
and step out. And that's why I'm excited to work with Quince to help me elevate my style without breaking the bank. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And that's why their items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they have all the must-haves like Mongolian cashmere crew neck sweaters from $50, 100% leather jackets, and a versatile flow knit activewear. Quince was kind enough to hook me up with a sick gold Cuban bracelet and a really stylish performance flow knit t-shirt. Really my style, simple but with a pop of luxury, and as advertised, it was very affordable. So indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com slash new mindset for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's quince, Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash new mindset to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash new mindset. Meet Stacy. Stacy's on the hunt for a new pair of trendy glasses. Call me picky, but I just can't find the one. Luckily for Stacy, Walmart Vision has virtual try-on. Now she can try on hundreds of frames virtually, then upload her prescription and get new glasses delivered right to her door. Really? <laughs> yeah, really. Well, the hunt just took a turn for the better. Buy your next pair of glasses with virtual try-on from Walmart. Welcome to Easy Eye Care. Welcome to your Walmart. Restrictions apply. See walmart.com for details point there, you know, evidence A, your honor. But if we resort to this snap human judgment that we all do, if we immediately go to a place of feeling bad, which is normal, but then taking that default step of saying feeling bad is bad, well, we'll never ever get to the point of making the most of that feeling. We will never get to the point of asking ourselves, what's the cause of this check engine light? We'll never get to the point of asking ourselves, what is this feeling trying to tell me? So emotions are useful. Emotions are useful. Otherwise, we wouldn't feel them truly. And, you know, stoicism, psychology, emotional intelligence, whatever you want to call it, it's begging for us to not react to them in the way we're wired, to not react in the all too human logic of a bad feeling is bad for us. So that's really the episode. You know, being sad, being disappointed, being afraid, being angry, feelings like those are normal. We need to embrace them. They are part of life. We need to feel them for sure. But to double that sadness, that disappointment, that fear, that anger by saying it's inherently bad for us, that's taking away our power. It's taking away the very purpose of the emotion and it's totally ignoring it. It's totally invalidating it. Your power in life exists between the emotion itself and your response to the emotion. And believe it or not, there's plenty of space there. (laughs) There's plenty of space there. There's more space than you might think. You, you could park a boat in that space, the space between your outer life, the people, the, the context, the boss that leads you to feel a negative way, the space between that input and your response to it, your judgment of it. There's power in that space. And to be clear, we're not ignoring negative emotions in any way. We're not becoming numb or just giving no reaction to life. We're not resisting them. We're not bottling them up. We're not sweeping them under the rug. None of that. We're feeling them in their entirety, but we're following a two-step process from there. Step one is feel the negative emotion and decide, okay, this sucks, but this is normal. This is life. This is showbiz. Step two, and step two is, is up to you, but step two now no longer includes saying negative feeling requires negative response. Bad equals bad. We're making the most of it through the practice of non-judgment. The way I think about it is, 
you know, when a friend of yours is having a tough time, they're in their feels, they've hit a low of some kind and they come to you, the worst thing you could do for them as a friend, and you probably know this, the worst thing you can do is try to change how they're feeling. The worst thing you can do is invalidate it. The best thing you can do, which you know, is listen, hear their feelings, being just being there, and then helping them maybe reinterpret it to decide what they can do next. That's what being a good friend is all about. That's what being someone's you know unofficial therapist is all about. And it's the same with yourself. The worst thing you could do for yourself is feel a negative feeling and try to fight it. That's not what we're doing here, to blindly challenge it. The best thing you can do is feel it, feel its weight, let it out, let that initial wave of humanity out. But then the best thing you can do is practice non-judgment of the feeling. That's to decide that feeling bad isn't necessarily bad for you by asking yourself, what is this feeling trying to tell me? What is this feeling trying to tell me? What is the cause of this check engine light? It's to turn that bad feeling into positive action. And that's the opposite of forming a thought, a judgment of the emotion itself. Because it's that thought, that judgment, that really does hurt you. It's to blame yourself for feeling that way when that feeling is a gift in some senses. And of course, we could talk forever about how to spin feelings and how to interpret them. But for this episode, simply, we're coming back to the power of non-judgment, to not form immediate judgment about how we feel. Negative feelings are part of life. That's showbiz for you. And we know that we double our pain when we see a bad feeling as distinctly, always, immediately, and forever bad for us. So we're no longer going to do that. We feel the negative way we feel for a reason, be it to open our eyes to a new truth, to encourage us to not settle, to try something new, to let go of something old, to inspire a change. That is the purpose of our negative feelings, to inform change. So that's it. I'll end it right there. I hope this gave you something to think about. If it did, I'd be grateful if you could take 30 seconds max to give the show a five-star rating and review wherever you're listening, Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Thank you for doing that. But as always, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for supporting me. And until next episode, I'm out.